Hello and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Elio Paringshaw. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing because Jesus has already extended healing to us and sometimes it's our job to step in and receive that for ourselves. Today, I am talking with my friend, Elle Stolhut-Retzel, about her experience of coaching and mentorship. She has had a really tough go at life, but she has taken that experience and really used it to help other people through coaching and mentorship. This episode begins and we just dive right into worship. You're going to just hear the beginning of this episode and we're just going off about how good God is. That's the majority of this episode. And so I think you are going to enjoy it. To think that that you can walk through something and then you get to give him all the glory and then you get to testify of it and then the angels because we're talking about him the angels are up there writing it down in books in in, in a yeah. book of that that yeah. we've been speaking and it's yeah. just getting full of us so i know that not full of us but full of everything that we're saying about him and yeah. so i know and then that, that they, that's poured out as praise <laughs> amazing oh right good he's so good oh it's amazing and I just love that every time we get together it's just like oh god is so good god is so good (laughs) and and that's that's just that's what I look for in a friend Mm, and a really good friend so Mm -hmm. thank you for being Mm. such a good friend Mm, thank you and such a good good mentor coach Mm. for me Mm. um and that's what we're talking about today. So excited that you're here to talk about coaching and talking about mentorship because this is what you do. I mean, along with a lot of other things. Yes. For um, you haven't been on my podcast before, so welcome. Oh, thank you. This is thank really you exciting. for having me. This is just such a blessing. I get to hear it on the other side, but now I get to look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. I would love for you to just share a little bit with my listeners about who you are and um, just really briefly and what you do. Wow, briefly. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be briefly. No, we have, I know, but we have it's just like, time. yeah, yeah. You just think, oh, where do, where do I start, Lord? I am, um, right now, I'm a mentor and um, a life coach. I like to call myself a spiritual breakthrough coach because I cannot do it apart from my faith. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there is breakthrough. I don't think that there's freedom unless we do it hand in hand with the Lord because that's what he showed me. I've had to mm-hmm. white knuckle what I've walked through and it didn't did nothing for me. And yeah. I was still in chains and I was still bound. So um, being raised as as a believer, that didn't keep me because I didn't give, my, give the Lord lordship. I didn't give him right. that, that um, honor. Yeah. And of being Lord of my life, I still kept some things for myself. So I walked through things I should never have walked through. Yeah. They were never his intent for me to walk through. And they brought great pain in my life. Mm. But he is so good for, you know, just to bring healing. And so he healed me from my, the pain from my abortion. Yeah. Because I, I had an abortion when I was 20, one, 20. And um, years later, it took about 20 years before the Lord healed my heart, but he healed me. But in the midst of that, even in the brokenness, I married a man that um, the marriage was, was not a good marriage, and so we were divorced. So I walked yeah. through divorce before my healing. I met a wonderful man that was actually everything that I had desired, and 
and I was still a broken woman. Yeah. But the Lord was so good that he brought this man into my life. Mm. And um, then he, you know, through different situations, the Lord healed me from the pain of my abortion and the pain of the shame. And I had such a beautiful experience of being set free by his love that it was like a bird that was let out of a cage. I even now thinking about it, it's it's something that I can I can experience that I can feel it even now the freedom and yeah. the amazing experience of his love that set me free and you never know that you're bound until you're set free but once right. the Lord set me free I wanted everyone else to be free yeah. I just it's like <laughs> people don't even know they're bound and I yeah. want them to experience how amazing this is and the even more amazing thing is that's not the only time we get to experience that so oh there are gosh. levels and more levels and more levels so yeah. it's you know and we don't want to live off that past freedom I mean I want to so live true. from it but I don't want to live in that place I want to experience more so you know we continue to walk with the Lord then um, we have more experiences of that. And um, that wonderful man that that the Lord brought to me actually walked through cancer and and in five months time he had had died. But the Lord showed me how to walk with him. Mm -hmm. He showed me how to walk in victory and my children in victory, even though it was such a difficult, difficult time, something I would never want to have to walk through. Yeah. But the revelation of Jesus in that was something mm. I would never, I would never want to say, I would never want to live without. That the to me was worth of Jesus. It. The revelation of who, of who he is. Yeah. And um, because of that, I had to write my book. And yeah. so that's, so I've written books and um, because I, again, I want other people to know who he is. Right. So right. that's, to me, that's my life. I would, I would rather be an open book for you to see who I am mm-hmm. and who he is in me so right. that you can see who he is. Yeah. And um, that's my greatest desire. Oh, that's so amazing. I just like, as you were saying that, I just, um, especially that part of, you know, we have these different levels of freedom that we, mm-hmm. that we experience We're 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 able to experience the freedom at different stages and it just like keeps getting better because <laughs> yeah. that's what the Lord wants to do. But, but it's, it's almost like in that, that, that we have time to explore those new areas mm-hmm. and then he expounds it even more and even more. And then that's a testimony to other people like, Oh, I could have that freedom too. Yes. And yes. I see that that's the way that you've responded to the hard stuff, the things mm-hmm. that the enemy meant to destroy you. Yes. Um, and you've responded by saying, okay, there's there's goodness outside of this there's more freedom there's healing yeah and that's just amazing Mm -hmm. that's so so cool so you're one of these people that has gone through the hard stuff Mm -hmm. I mean that's very clear you faced tons of hard stuff um and now you've come on the other side and now you're walking alongside other people who are healing or who are you know in their process in some way um and that's kind of what mentorship and coaching is, right? Yeah. What made you decide to do that? Well, mentoring started naturally okay. because I was leading Bible studies. I've um, been just leading Bible studies and you know, you might connect with different women throughout that. And so then you come alongside them and you pray with them and you talk yeah. to them things. So that just kind of happened organically. Yeah. Um, I, so I lo- I, and I was like, I just love this. I, I love, you know, helping people. Like I said, I love helping yeah. them walk in freedom. So mentoring happened that way. And um, then coaching didn't happen until I moved up here to Minneapolis. So I've only been a coach for about five years. Okay. But it was 
it was through my friend who became a coach and she said, Al, you're going to love this. You're, you yeah. need to become a coach. And what I love about coaching is it's so different from mentoring. Mentoring is beautiful. Yeah. And I would never give it up. In fact, I probably do meld them together. But mentoring is having, you know, telling someone about what you walked through. And so you hmm. can share your experience. You can share who, who you discovered the Lord to be. You can share about the steps that you took. It's more about your experiences and your sharing it and, and giving that as, you know, like a handbook or a, yeah. a helping hand to someone. This is what the Lord did for me. This mm-hmm. is this is what I walked through and how I overcame it. Yes. So you're yes. using kind of your own personal experience mm-hmm. yeah, I thought, to, yeah. to lead. Yeah. Is I that think, right? Yeah. That okay. to me is what mentoring is. Okay. And... But not always will someone, because it's my experience. Yes. It's not your experience, right? right? And right. so you you can grab hold of it in, in different ways. Sometimes no one ever did. It's like, okay, but I don't get that, and I don't know how to grab hold of that. Yeah. And so it's not their aha moment. Hmm. It was my aha moments that I'm sharing with you. Right. And I think right. that opens up doors so that you can see the possibilities and you can yeah. experience hope and you can see where you can maybe go. So, I mean, yep. it's, it's powerful. It it's has a testimony. A, yes. Yes. Yeah. Mentoring. I think, yeah, that's great. I love that. Mentoring is a testimony. Where with coaching, I listen okay. and I ask questions mm-hmm. and I help you to see from a different perspective and I help you to discover your answers by asking those questions because it's yeah. it's you discovering and you looking at it from a different place and you have your aha moment and when it's right, your aha right. moment no one can take that away from you totally. and it's probably going to make you you know take steps to do something about about that i mean yeah. it's it's yours and you're like yeah i get it and that's what i'm going to do and and then a coach also holds you accountable yeah like okay this is what you said you're going to do these are the steps you're going to take now are you doing it? Yeah. What does that actually look like? Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, you're, you're holding a mirror up to somebody saying, okay, maybe these are some some things that I'm seeing in you mm-hmm. and then asking questions kind of accordingly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Seeing that and also hearing. I think yeah. that you're very actively listening. It's mm-hmm. um, You can't be a coach and want to tell people things because it's not for me to tell you what right. to do. In fact, um, a coach needs to, you know, I'm not involved with your decision. So whatever yeah. you decide to do or whatever road or yeah. path you find, it's not for me to say, well, that's stupid. That's or not I would idea. never do that. Yeah. That's not where you need to go because that, I'm not involved with it. It's mm-hmm. your path. And so I help you to navigate that. Yeah. I can ask you a lot of questions and, and sometimes maybe you'll discover that you're going down the wrong path. Hmm. But that's for you to discover. Interesting. So, um, but but it's very pow- It's very powerful, and I have seen where someone says, "You know what? I'm having a problem in this area. Yeah. I'm struggling in this area, and this, and I want, I want to have, I want help. I need yeah. help to get out of it and and to stop this cycle or whatever it may hmm. be." And I have seen heaven come and meet that person where before they've struggled and struggled and struggled, yeah. but there's something powerful about you saying. I want change in this area. Yes. You going to someone that's going to help you, and you put the time into it. You um, you're held accountable to it, and heaven just meets them. Yeah, it, it it's amazing to me what happens in 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 that those coaching. The yeah, the the power of asking for help mm-hmm. is really amazing. I mean, even just like saying a prayer of the thing that is haunting you or or worrying you, mm-hmm. just getting it out 
like lessens the power in some way, you know, just getting it out. And, but then asking another individual to partner with you in something you're struggling Mm. with is, I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. It's a powerful tool of stepping into the freedom that Jesus has already extended to us. Yes. I mean, I say that all the time, yes. but like that's the truth mm-hmm. that Jesus has extended it. Yes. We have we it's on us to to receive that yes. and stop living like we're still bound. Like yes. you were saying before, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's, that's the the yeah. beauty of what you get to do. You get to encourage people to step out mm. of the bound that the enemy has put in yes. us, you know. Yes. And that's exactly because you're bringing it to the light. He, the enemy yes. does everything in the dark. And yeah. so when we, that's, there's such power mm. in speaking it out loud and there's power in speaking it to another person because yes. it doesn't allow the enemy to even tangle us up in shame. Yep. I mean, when you have to, it's an exposure of yourself. 100%. But you're stepping on the enemy. Yeah. I mean, I would rather <laughs> expose myself if I could step on the enemy because oh, there's, yeah. there's nothing better. Oh, totally. Well, and he's already going to get stepped That's on right. anyway. That's like, right. Like his head is going to be crushed. He knows his destiny. That's right. So he's just trying to convince us that he's like still one mm. or something. And it's yes. just garbage. Right. It's just garbage. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite part of being a coach? I love um, partnering with people. I yeah. love that. I love the connection. I love being able to be a part of what God's wants to do in someone's life and what he's doing in someone's life mm. because it's, it's, oh, I, I it doesn't drain me. You know, I mean, some people might say, oh my gosh, I wouldn't want to, you know, connect with people of wherever yeah. they're at. But to me, it's energizing to me when I can partner with what God wants to do in someone's life. It's, yeah, I, I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you an introvert or extrovert? Um, probably both. Okay. I'm, I'm a mix. I mean, I'm very happy to, to be by myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I can entertain myself. Yeah. I, I can talk to myself and be my own best yeah. friend, <laughs> but, um, but I love people too. I, I just, best. yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So, you know, like I said, in the introduction of this episode, we're, we're in this series. Now what it's this, it's this time where we can, the acute pain is done of the, the divorce, mm. the betrayal, whatever it is, the, um, you know, the, the healing is, is in a sense, kind of come to a new chapter. And we're given this opportunity to say, how do we want to live now? And that's, that's what, and, and that's the context to this episode. You know, I, I want to encourage people to seek after mentorship, to seek after, um, to seek after coaching, life coaching, therapy. I mean, someone else, mm-hmm. involve someone else in your life to, kind of break the patterns that maybe you were living in so let's say let's say somebody has come to you for for coaching one of my listeners which would be great I mean that would be awesome one of my listeners comes to you for some sessions of life coaching what would that look like well it would start with a conversation about what they wanted to walk into yeah you know what what we because we need to know where we're going we need to know Mm -hmm. we may not know the steps yet and that's okay yep but if we don't know where we're going our conversations are going to be meandering around and so we want to know that we are going to accomplish something so what is it that you want to accomplish what is it that you're that you've been struggling with yeah maybe it might be as simple as that but we want to set some goals and some that that we can begin to use as stepping stones to okay. get towards where you want to go. Yeah. And so sometimes that very first conversation is a little bit longer. Yeah. Coaching is typically about an hour. Okay. 
each session, but the first one is more an hour and a half, that they get to know me because I trust is paramount in, in coaching yes. or mentoring because if you don't trust me, you're not going to listen. To, I mean, you're not going to be interacting with me or totally. hear anything I say or... Are, um, yeah, I mean, trust is just paramount it's in this. It's super important. Mm-hmm. So, and especially after trust has been broken in other relationships. Ooh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, to be able to build that bridge of, totally. okay, I can trust this person. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I get to know a little bit about your story. But we don't, it's not about going and interacting and rolling around in the mud of the situation because yeah. we're not going to spend time rolling around in the mud. That's just not where we're going to go. Yeah. We want to, I want to know where it is that you're starting mm. from, but now let's go somewhere. Let's, yeah. let's find the up and out of yeah. going somewhere. And so each, each time that we would meet, there would be um, a goal that we yeah. would be going towards. And also after the first time you would have um, things that you have set that you would do. And so I would be holding you accountable to that. So that would be the first part of the next session, like the second session and that the sessions after that, we're going over, did you do what you said you were going to do? Why or why not? You know, what's going on? What's holding you back? And so we could really dive in and a lot of things are exposed at that point with those things. You know, when you find out why you weren't able to take those steps or take that action step. I wasn't able to do this because of X, Y, Z, but maybe Mm -hmm. there's, maybe there's some mental blocks there that's keeping you from actually doing the thing you really want to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's where things really start getting exposed. And And that's pretty normal. Right. Oh, I mean, completely normal. So, yeah, I mean, I that's what say, it's all about. I right, mean, that is, right. that's the reason why you're not able to get up and out on your own is because you have blocks. You have yes. actually, you know, that's why I love to be a spiritual coach. I love being a spiritual coach because I believe that it's the, a lot of times it's your belief system. Sometimes it's your trust yeah. in the Lord. Sometimes it's the disappointment or the pain that you've walked through that now you have a different picture yeah. of who God is. And can I really trust him? And, yeah. you know, if we don't trust him, we can't continue to walk with him and we can't even receive our, you know, all of yeah. our healing or, you know, move forward if we're not trusting him or we just have, you know, we, sometimes it's just a little thing. It, it A little tiny adjustment. A little tiny mm-hmm. thing. And um, it, it's not... It's amazing to me how little things can really mess us up and keep us from moving forward. Yeah. So that's it's 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 a talking and it's and we yeah. go at the at your pace. Yeah. I'm not I'm not here to push you. I'm not I'm here to listen, ask questions and help you move forward and have you know goals and steps that you yeah. want to take for the next for the next week. Well, I think it's really important to focus on or just to realize that you don't have to be perfect in it. You know, like the the person seeking this out, they don't have to get themselves up to be perfect in it. It's okay to be messy in it. And that's actually a really good place to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, Because especially when you're coming out of such a hard and challenging time, whether, you know, it's the loss of a job, um, broken relationship, whatever. um, You know, it's like there's a lot of things that are, that, are, can be holding us back and so I love that I love that you're saying that that it's that it's really okay to be in the process mm-hmm. but I just want to say that to listeners that you right. don't have to you don't have to be perfect in it mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why you're involving someone else but that's a very scary and vulnerable thing mm-hmm. to be able to open yourself up to somebody and to yeah. sh- to for someone else potentially to see your inconsistencies and what you're struggling with mm. I I would ask um just in in this and and to your listeners what is perfect in that i mean what mm. what would a perfect walking through to the other side when you're walking through pain or walking to get to the other side of pain 
what is perfect? Hmm. I mean, I don't even know what that would look like, and so, because we each have our own walk, so there yeah, is no perfect. Really... There is there's no yeah. there there is no perfect, and so we don't even have to feel bad about the way that we do it. I believe that if you take a step forward, no matter how messy it may look, no matter if you had to crawl to do it, you, that is celebration because you walked forward. Because I can tell you that there were days that I didn't know how I was going to put one foot in front of the other, but I did. And that was victory. Yeah. And that was, and that was accomplishment. And that was all it needed to be. Yeah. That's was, really you know, good. Yeah. Oh, I love that point. That's it is a victory, mm-hmm. and involving someone else in it is helping you take even more steps, yes. even even a a bigger, <laughs> wider step yeah. towards healing. And that's that's part of the beauty of finding a spiritual or a personal um, a coach. Yes, I think that's so good. You had you had said something about you don't want to like roll around in the mud with people. I think that that's an interesting thing um, and kind of a way of, of viewing it, but it's so, it's something that we we can so easily fall into mm-hmm. of just talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And there is a time for that. Yes. You know, there's a time to sit in the mud mm-hmm. and maybe that's not where where a lot of the people come and where where they need to be when they're, um, when they come to see um, like a spiritual or a life coach, mm-hmm. right? Right, because if you're gonna, st- if we're gonna talk about what was or what is, then we're not, we're not able to see from a higher level. Yeah. Um, it's not to ignore it, and it's not to yeah. say it didn't exist and it didn't matter because it, it does. It so matters. It so but, does. Yeah. But there's a time for that, mm-hmm. and when you're ready to move on, then we don't talk about that. The other, you know, another word that I use, I hear so much when I talk to people when they're telling me about what's going on in their life, it's, yeah, but, you know, yeah, God says he's going to do this. Yeah, but you don't know what I've walked through. Yeah, God's going to do that, but you don't know. But, but, but. And so we, we, we kind of magnify that mud. Yeah. And we can't see that, okay, we need to lay that mud down. Yeah. You know, that mud happened, that mud's there. And it's but, real. And it's very real. And the pain is very real. And what it left inside our hearts is very real. But God is so much bigger. So yeah. let's let's talk about what God can do. Let's talk about what he, how he can come and meet you right yeah. there. And how he can take you and use it and, and heal you. And, and his promise to actually wash us clean. Yes. From the mud. Yes. That our destiny is not in the mud. Our destiny is not in the mud. Yeah, it's actually that. it's actually further down, and it's being washed completely mm. clean from the pain that we've gone yes. through. Yes. Where we're as white as snow. I yes. mean, that's we are like as white as snow. That's the truth, and mm-hmm. that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And there's a time to sit there, and there's also a time to move on, which is mm-hmm. which is this time of now. What? How yeah. do I get up? How do I keep moving? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I take steps towards getting yeah. washed clean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, a really cool thing because you have been there and you have sat in the mud mm-hmm. and you have been very dirty in the mud mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've rolled around in the mud a lot. <laughs> so now, now that you're able to help people, you can draw them out mm-hmm. of the mud, yeah. but also empathize with them in it and I'd love for you to talk about that of how that is like what that's like for you to have had experienced so much pain at one point and then helping um and encouraging women 
in, in that process or coming out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just say one more thing? Because you, you were like reminding me, you were reminding me of a couple things when you were, when you were speaking. So I just want to go back just a tad. Yes, please. Um, the mud, when you're sitting in the mud and you begin to walk out, I saw a picture mm-hmm. of um, somebody doing that. And I just want you to know you, you might still have mud on you. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that you don't have to like get yourself cleaned up when you're still sitting down there in the mud in order to get up and walk out, mm. that you get up with all that mud on you and it's a process and God meets you there and He continue, it's a continual washing that he does for you. So don't feel like, well, I'm not, I don't feel clean yet. I don't feel healed yet. I don't feel anything. Yeah. You can get up and out and you might still have mud on you and you probably do and it's okay. It's, so it, it's, okay. it's all okay. It's okay. And then in scripture. That's a really um, good picture. And that's for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really saw that when you were talking because so many times we want to be cleaned up before we do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not truth. That's the enemy saying you can't, you, that healing isn't for you or that getting up and out isn't for you because look at you. Look at you. Right. Look what you've gone through. Look how you're feeling. Because you belong you, in the mud because you're dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's not true. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you could even still, I, I talk about this a lot, is that um, you may not feel like you can move forward. Hmm. You may not feel like you're worthy to move forward, but it's not about what your feelings are. You need to speak yes. to your feelings. David spoke to his soul. We need to speak to our soul. We need to tell ourselves, no, this is ours. And maybe this, so that yeah. might be declarations or just continually washing yourself with the word of God because you may not feel it. And that's okay. It's so okay. It's so okay. But don't let your feelings keep you from stepping forward. That's so good. Because our feelings can keep us in the mud mm-hmm. for too long. Way too long. Yeah. And they and did I- for me. Yeah, and I think they did for me too, where I didn't want to be there, but I felt like I belonged there for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And that's the that's just a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's something so powerful about about you coming in because you've been there and you've gotten out and you are now clean. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, to then be able to encourage other people that have walked through that and, and involving the Holy Spirit because he speaks mm-hmm. to you and he, he he's given you discernment he's given you wisdom to be able to hear from him if you would share what that is like for you to um, to have that empathy to be able to comfort others I was just reading second um, Corinthians 1 and and Paul is talking about how like just how terrible his experience has been but then he experiences the comfort of Jesus mm-hmm. so that he can comfort others. And that's just like, I've heard that so many times, but it just hit me in this new way where, wow, God, that is really what you do. Mm-hmm. You comfort us so that we can bring comfort to other people. Yeah. So I'd love to hear your experience with that. Mm. Well, I, it is so incredibly true. But, you know, I used to think, oh, no, Lord, what am I going to have to go through so that I can do right. that for others? I mean, I used to, I mean, that's so oh, religion no. would talk yes. to me. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to go through anything else because that means, that, you know, I don't yes. want to have empathy for others because what am I going to have to go through? So that is such a lie. Or those um, people that are that say, like, well, don't pay, pray for patience because then you'll be given our, like, come on. That's just, that's dumb. That's not truth because patience is a fruit of the Spirit. And in your exactly. spirit is everything that you need. You have all the patience you need. You just need to tell your soul to be quiet so it can come out. It's a, exactly. I mean, it's a fruit of the spirit. So, like, you don't have to 
push it out it's there just bear it anyway <laughs> yeah, that was a little topic. side note yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a little yeah nugget um, that, was that was a free. freebie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um well I you know besides you know just wondering oh my gosh what am I going to have to go through um I think that it's walking with the Lord to be able to do this because he's healed me walking alongside people and hearing their pain we have to be very careful if we're not healed because there's soul ties with that there's familiar spirits with that and so um we have to be very careful we just need to be careful so i'm so thankful for how the lord has healed me and taken away the pain of the experience Mm -hmm. and i don't want to um i never want to not make you know to say oh the experience didn't happen or it's it's not as bad like even my abortion he's healed me from the pain of that so I can tell you about everything that he did and I don't feel the brokenness or the pain from it and so I can talk to you about it I can walk alongside you and I don't go I don't begin to feel that pain I have empathy for what you're walking through but I'm not going back and experiencing it again so I'm, I'm true. trying to that's, just is that it does that yeah make no sense? that's I think that's such that that is such an important point mm-hmm. and I think that's that could be very very foreign for some people because they think this is always going to hurt a little mm-hmm. bit and that's a that's a really sad thing mm-hmm. if you're if that that really does say that there's not hope right right and if you believe that that will always be your pain then then you will always have that pain Mm -hmm. because the lord we only can receive everything that he's already done for us if we believe that it's ours yeah and i knew that it was because i know that isaiah 61 is true because that's how he healed my heart because he had forgiven me for my abortion he had removed the shame Mm -hmm. but my heart hurt yes my heart hurt yeah and i told my friend her heart didn't have to hurt after her divorce I was just telling, you know, the Lord's, you know, it came to heal our broken hearts. So your heart doesn't have to hurt. And then I got on the airplane. My friend was in Seattle. I got on the airplane and it was like, Lord, my heart hurts. When I, when I talk about my abortion or I think about it, my heart still hurts for what I had done. I have no idea, Lord, how to, how to have you heal that. I have no idea what that looks like, Mm -hmm. but your word said it's true. So I want you to heal my heart. And so sometimes we have to go after things in the word that Mm -hmm. we don't even know what it looks like to go after. I didn't have a clue. I don't, I didn't have anyone to tell me how to go after that, but I went after it every single morning. I was like, Lord, I know that you healed my heart. I know that you're a healer. So I would look at those things and I would see, I would read in the word and I would talk to him about Mm -hmm. it and how I wanted my heart to not hurt. And that was the then it was two weeks and that was that Sunday morning where he totally set me free. He, he took that completely away and I knew that I was set free from that. And it was after that, that I was able to give my testimony Hmm. Um, on an international level. I was able to share my testimony because my heart didn't hurt. And so to walk alongside women and to, to, to talk with them and to hear their stories, not having my heart hurt but to have empathy is a totally different thing and it's also a different thing for them because you don't want me going back into your pain i can't help you up and out if 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 i'm going to begin feeling that pain again and i think so many times 
that does happen. Mm-hmm. I think that we, you know, we see someone who's walked through something and they have empathy and, and I can talk to them and they know where I'm going through, but they haven't done, they haven't gone where I want to go. Yeah. And that's to the other side. Yeah. And so they don't, they can't help me get there. Right. That's a, yeah, that's, and so then, so then to be able to find someone who has walked that and then is further down the line in the direction you want to go of not being bitter, of not being slanderous, mm. of the ex, or um, not not holding on to the pain like some sort of badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like that that's true. Like yeah. a lot of people do that. And yeah. and that is their way of coping with the pain and that's their way of of <laughs> of facing it in some way. Um, mm-hmm. it's not a total surrender. Right. It's not a total surrender to the Lord. And so to be able to when you're sitting in it, you know, trying to move on, trying to take those steps to be able to see someone further down the line in that direction that, okay, that's possible. Mm-hmm. I can I can live totally healed from this. Yeah. That's a really, really beautiful thing. Yeah. And, um, and so then you're able to show someone that that's actually a possible, uh, like a possibility. Yeah. That there's yeah. hope for that. Yes. Praise the yes. Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank yeah, you, and Jesus. I, I that hope that ours. this... I hope that this podcast is that encouragement and that mm. hope for people too, that this is actually possible. Yes. That it's possible to, to come out on the other side and not have, not have your heart hurt, mm-hmm. but involving other people is kind of one of those keys. Yes. I think. Yes. Yes, it is. You can't, you can't do it on your own. Yeah. You weren't meant to do it on your own. Jesus doesn't want you to do it on your, on your own because you get to, um, experience his love you get to experience the um the fellowship that we get to have with him when we when we lock arms with another person and it's not you know it's not everybody i mean you know to tell everybody or to to think that everybody's going to be out there to help you You know maybe it's just it is just one person maybe Mm -hmm. it's just one person that you feel safe with that you can tell but but there's power in that Mm. especially you know i think also that i can call that out in you I can call out what God's, who God sees you to be. I can call those things out. And so sometimes we just need someone else to look at us in the mm-hmm. eyes, to see where we are, to see where we're yeah. in the mud or see what we've walked through and call out the greatness and the beauty of who you are because that's who God sees you. Yeah. And I can, I can <laughs> read the word and I, can, and I know that he's telling me those things. But when somebody else looks me in the eyes and can say those things and can hear from him and call those things mm. out in me, I can become that person. That's great. Isn't that, it's just so powerful. It's so true. Mm. It's so true. That's the beauty of community. Mm. The beauty of the church. Yes. That's really what the church is supposed to be, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, Calling each other higher and seeing mm-hmm. your true identity of who mm-hmm. God created you to be and, and, um, and then in- encouraging you to step into that. It's so, yeah. so awesome. Yeah. 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 So is there cool. is there anything that we didn't touch on in this <laughs> that you want that you really wanted to? No, I um I um I believe I don't know. I mean, it just you know, you and I had kind of talked beforehand about um who who Jesus is in the midst of all this, mm-hmm. and um and he is just so good that even if you know, no matter what our road is that we walk to receive that healing, yeah. he's there with you. I mean, and he's there for you and he has everything that you need. I just, um, 
there's there's no there's no perfect path to your healing because no. it's your path it's the way that you're going to walk through it and it is hard i i i think that it's important that people know that it is hard to do yeah. that because you have things that you have to face i had to face a lot of things i had to face things about the decisions i made the choices i made yeah. the things that i had done in the situations i was in i had to face those to be set free and and to receive what he had for me because that's facing truth right mm -hmm. i mean then then i'm not going to lie i'm not going to deny i'm not going to shove it down don't shove it down i shoved yeah. my pain down for over 20 years and it doesn't go away no. it's a horrible filter yeah. and um so i just yeah um he is more than able and so don't do it alone. <laughs> don't do it alone. I don't recommend it. It's not, and you don't have to. You yeah. don't have to do it alone. It's a lie yeah. from the enemy that says you have to do mm -hmm. it alone. Yeah. And that you, this is my path. I must do it. Like, no, mm -hmm. you can actually do it with somebody. Yeah. And, and especially after you get out of the mud, you can, you can find somebody who has been there, who has walked it and, and continue to move forward into the healing that the Lord has for you. So. Yes. Yes. I am just amazed by who you are and I love mm. that I just love what the Lord's doing in and through you, Elle. It's just so encouraging to me and you're one of those people that has you are further down the line and I'm like, that that's what I want. Like I wanna go after that. And so thank you for being thank you for being such um such a good friend to me mm -hmm. and um and a coach and a mentor in so many ways. So I'm so encouraged by you and thank you for, um, thank you just for being such an inspiration. Mm, thank you. you. I, mean That's, that. um, I don't even know what to say. It's just so amazing. <laughs> and, um, and, um, I love you. You're, you're an amazing young woman that God has thank so many <laughs> wonderful things to, that he's going to do with you. So he already um, is. I'm yes, just so grateful. Yes. And, and this podcast is one of them. Mm -hmm. But another thing is, I mean, I do talk about it on the podcast, but I have, um, for those listeners who are interested, I have what I call a non-support group support group mm. of um, of women who are going through divorce or have come on the other side of divorce. And this group is really meant for those people that are kind of still sitting in the mud mm. um, of of being able to um, to hear the stories of of other people, but then look towards the hope that Jesus has because it's there and it's possible. Um, the feelings and your, your emotions are so real and, um, it's really, really hard. Like, yeah. as you know, Elle, mm -hmm. this divorce is, divorce is just such a painful thing. It's horrible. Um, it's just so, so hard, but there is hope in it. Yes. There's so much hope. So if you're interested in that non-support group, support group, <laughs> um, we meet once a month in the Twin Cities and then once a month also on off weeks online. So um, you can uh, find information on that in my show notes, people. But Elle, thank you for being here. I love you so much. <laughs> thank you, Ellie. I love you too. So we covered a lot of things in this episode, <laughs> but if you'd like to get a hold of Elle um, about coaching or mentorship, her information is found in my show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening and just be encouraged. Know that there is freedom and redemption in Jesus. It does not matter what you have gone through. God is bigger than what you have gone through. If you are interested in being a part of my non-support group support group called the reclaimed community i'd love to send you information about that so you can reach out to me at ellieherringshaw at gmail.com to find some information again ellieherringshaw at gmail.com and i will send you information about my support group 
Remember, there is healing and redemption in Jesus, and there's always hope. Hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.